Welcome to Voices Rising Podcast. I'm Shelley. And I'm Sarah. We are two book lovers, writers, and publishers coming to you from the mountains of Colorado. Every week we bring you new topics about life, books, writing, publishing, and much more. Let us know what you're interested in hearing more about. We are here to connect with you and support you. We're here with a brand new episode talking about imperfections. Yes. Being perfectly imperfect. Perfect imperfection of imperfection. (laughs) (laughs) The false perceptions that we need to be a certain way all of the time and letting that go. That misperception. And I feel like this is a good, like we did um, our book club on the gifts of imperfection. Such a good book. And it was like such a good topic, but we haven't really, you know, just discussed it like as a separate topic or whatever. So this is good. Yes. And that book is really good, but there's like alternative things that come up for me about imperfection. I'm like, Oh, that's just like hits me deep. Like on a day to day basis. Yeah. (laughs) And I honestly, even over this past year, I was just thinking the other day is I've been able to let go of, I've seen better ability to let go of things and not be so harsh on myself and critical if I'm not, like perfectly getting everything like in line or perfectly on time or perfect, you know, just, I think I held myself to such high standards. That's like, you don't realize till you've kind of pulled off these layers, Yeah, you know, like how many more there are like, wow, shit, there's more layers. <laughs> yeah. And like, where does this come from? Like, why do we feel like this incessant need to always be a specific way? And if we're not this way, then I know for me, it's like that, failure thundercloud comes over mm. and I'm like, oh God, I'm awful. I'm bad. Yep. Right. And in even as a mom, I'm sure you see this in your kids. You were just saying that Rowan and you had this talk. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like, yes. so, I mean, I really try to get us all up at the same time and ready and out the door and just, you know, consistency and just get the kids to school on time because I think that makes their day go better. And yes, well, it just feels better to be on time. And yeah, and I hate being late. I hate that feeling of like, you know, you're letting people down or making people wait. It's just like, ugh, ugh. But this yes. morning, it just, everything kept falling like cedar. It was mainly cedar's fault. I'll just be honest. But I'll, <laughs> I also course. stayed in bed like 10 minutes longer and then... Cedar, like, would refuse to get dressed, and it took, like, this whole big thing, and it's just been kind of a rough week emotionally for her, and and then at the last minute, we're like, okay, we're kind of, like, rushing, but we're going to make it, and then her shoes, like, she's pulled them out of the, the thing, and the, you know, the shoes, the like, insole, the, the shoelace oh. is all messed up, and I can't get it, like, re-threaded, and it ah. took, like... You know, just sometimes that five minutes it takes you to do something can really fuck it up. Five minutes makes you late. <laughs> In five the morning when you're, you like, yes. on time and five yes. minutes late makes you late. Yeah, yes. so we're getting to school and Rowan realizes he doesn't have his mask. You know, it's just kind of one of those shit show of the oh, mornings. No. And I can't just drop him off at the building where his class is. He's going to have to go through the main building and get a mask. And he, like, Does said that something. That that's a thing? I know, I but, I mean, that. it's, yes. like, it's just a, it is a thing. And yeah. then. He said something to me about, well, great, you know, now we're just, now I'm going to be late. (laughs) And I said, you know what? It's fine. You're a human. And we all just get there when we can. Like we do our best every day to make it there. And when you do your best, it's okay to let go of when it doesn't all happen, like according to plan. 
And so, I mean, really, like, six months ago, I would have been like, we're, we're fucking late, this and that, <laughs> bitching yeah. at everybody. And this morning, I was just like, yeah, you know what, guys? It's fine. We all tried we're our all hardest. Late. We got out the door five minutes late, and now we're at school five minutes late, and it's all going to be fine. And like, there might be a day where he comes to school, like, eight minutes early. And we and do. Like, happen. Yes. Honestly, on the days when it's just me and him, like I try to make a habit of dropping him off 10 minutes early. So he's time awesome. to just assimilate and be there. You know, like that is my goal. That feels good but too. But I mean, I think that life being is late life. is a lesson that teaches us how to be like patient with ourselves. So here's a one of my great stories is that a week ago it was soccer morning and my kids are all playing soccer and yeah. Junie's soccer jersey is just missing it's nowhere to be found and it was last week when we were recording our podcast all my kids' job was to put away their laundry and so Junie claimed that Jack took her her jersey and we couldn't find it anywhere long story short like I dug through everyone's drawers all of the floors all of the closets I even had all of the laundry done which was there it's very rare for me <laughs> up and down and all around and could not find it and then we finally just had to like come to terms with it we weren't going to have it but it was me. I like laid this guilt trip on Junie and I feel so bad now and I have to laugh at myself because I was being a fucker. And oh, I was like, Junie, you just need to understand that there's some things that are very important to have. Like you have one of these and you're going to show up for your team and everyone else is wearing their jersey and then you're not. So I just want you to really think about sometimes there's things that are important that we need to keep track of. And then of course she's like... <gasps> I feel so guilty. And she's like bawling. And then I'm like, oh God, what can I do? And I, and then I realize I'm running around frantic and I'm feeling like a bad mom because I'm like, well, fuck, this is my fault because I am the one who's supposed to be in charge of her stuff. And then Rex comes home and I'm like, hey babe, have you seen the jersey? And then he says, it's not my job to keep track of the kids' clothes, just like a total dickwad. And I was like, of course it's not. (laughs) I'm just like so mad at him. No, he was home because it was in the morning. And anyways, so we just didn't have the jersey. Yeah. And Junie was so cute. Like, they have to wear pennies. You know, they're those, like, yellow, like, jersey things because every team wears the same jersey up here because oh, we're a small town. Right, right. So you can decipher. So it's, like, the black jerseys versus the yellow pennies. Mm-hmm. And Junie was like, Mom, I so hope that we have the pennies this game in I found her a black shirt that was mine, like three sizes too big for her. Yeah, so she had to could, wear like, that. fit on that, yeah. Yeah, so it would just match. But anyways, long story short, I was feeling like a fucked up mom because I she lost her jersey and then I lost it and it was going to reflect bad on me and all of these blah, blah, blah. And it was like such this pile of shit. But they ended up getting to wear the pennies and it was all fine. Junie's jersey is still lost. Still oh, lost. Well... I'm like, I don't fucking know. And I had a big chat with her the other day about the jersey being lost and that we can't find it still. And I just said, this is one of those lessons probably from the universe to like teach us to be compassionate to ourselves because we all mess up and it sucks that we can't find the jersey and whatever. If we're having these thoughts of like, oh God, I'm letting my team down. But the realistic thing is the jersey's missing. I have no idea where it is. There's no extra jersey. Yeah. So we just have to. It's not like you intentionally lost it. No, we're human. And that's the thing, too, is like just realizing that if you did your best and it's your best, it's not the best, but it's your best, then you can let go, you know, and be like, all right, hey, right? And we don't always, and sometimes our best is not like what we're capable of doing. It's not like the best thing we're capable of doing, like our best that day. 
I, that's right? so funny. I was just thinking that. Like, every day is so different. And yes. My best one day is, like, freaking rock star. And another day, it's like, oh, exactly. God, how am I going to get through? I know. <laughs> like, today, like, getting the kids to school. I'm like, well, we got there. And, and, and uh, that's all I'm going to say about up. that. We showed up. I mean, they were there. Almost at the start of the day. That's better than showing up an hour late. Or right? halfway or through the day. Or just not going. Or just being like, fuck it. We're yes. staying home today because yeah. this is hard. <laughs> right? And just embracing that with, like I was telling Junie, that we have to give ourselves compassion for our imperfections and compassion for when we don't do things quote unquote right. Because yeah. what is right, what is wrong. And like we have to be kind to ourselves because we're the ones being the hardest on ourselves. I can guarantee that maybe one or two parents like were like, oh gosh, she didn't have a jersey on. Oh, right. oh whatever. and whatever. Yeah. And it's like in a month or I read this Dalai Lama book, The Book of Joy with Desmond Tutu and Dalai Lama. And he said, if you can think about whatever you're experiencing and then ask yourself this question in five years, is this going to matter? Yeah. Right? So in five years, is Junie losing her jersey going to matter? No. Not really. Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> it will be like, that puts Ooh. it in perspective. Or even in 20 years, like go even years. further down the line. Yeah, like, that's true. Let's look at like the perspective reactions in that 20-year mindset sometimes. Like, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the things that do matter that you are going to care about in 20 years, that's what we should focus on. Like... Our kids' viewpoint of themselves is going to matter in 20 years. Like, hell yes. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And not and so, like, adjusting that as a parent, especially, is, like, thinking in terms of your kid's future. Like, what's really going to matter is how they approach a problem, how they feel about themselves when they make a mistake. You know, like, all those things, right. those life skills. And we, can, we are the deciders of that in a lot. Right. Ways as parents. And I agree with that too. And it's like, and also I'm teaching, trying to teach my kids like the value of being accountable for yourself because Mm -hmm. there are natural consequences in life, right? Like there's a natural consequence for everything that we do, whether it's like, oh, you forgot your homework. And then like at school, like what's the natural consequence when you forget your homework? Maybe you'll miss out on recess. Maybe you'll have to do extra credit or, you know, like I think that that is something that is like a hard lesson to learn, but again, a natural consequence, right? Yeah. Which right? it's like hard because, I mean, we have those. Like I used to work for this salon and if you weren't more than 10 minutes early, you were considered late, but you wouldn't get paid for it, which was really silly. That's kind of a weird it thing. It was weird. Yeah. So I was always trained to do that. But And if you were late three times, you would get like written up and then I think you had one more chance and then they would fire you. So you just learned Ooh. that like, my on time is 10 minutes early. Like that's maybe, mm-hmm. and like for me, it was like five minutes early. Cause I'm more of like, oh, you know, like the last yeah. minute you're like, so water, drink, blah, 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 all the things, my lunch, everything. So it's like in life, right. It's like, there are these like natural consequences for our mistakes, which is fine. If we can just like approach it again with that, like compassionate heart towards ourselves and not like beating ourselves up and berating ourselves and, you know, like letting that self, limiting beliefs and that self-talk come in and be like oh god you suck you messed up again Shelly yeah why did you do that like accepting the consequences with humility realizing that you're not perfect but then like moving on and saying it's okay I'm just I'm just a human yes I found this quote um about perfection I thought this was kind of cool I don't and I don't know who Louis McMaster Buhold or Buhold yeah 
<laughs> it's um, since no one is perfect, it follows that all great deeds have been accomplished out of imperfection. Yet they were accomplished somehow all the same. Hmm. That's very lovely. Read that one more time. Okay. Since no one is perfect, it follows that all great deeds have been accomplished out of imperfection. Yet they were accomplished somehow all the same. I love that. Isn't that great? Right. Well, and even think of like the great, like the great inventors. They, it took them like tens of thousands of times to make yes. all of these mistakes. But then along the journey, like they made all these like miraculous discoveries along the way. Right. And like how much self-doubt, like how many of those great masters or inventors or artists or composers or how many of them like doubted themselves or probably thought, all of them probably everyone like They're if you maybe normal. one was like yeah i'm the greatest probably not but like 99.999 percent so. yes. of the rest of them were like i suck probably most of the time they were doing it or at least at one point they had this like great epiphany but most of the time they were just like slogging through the shit and feeling like yeah. What am I doing? Like, what the hell? Well, and especially if you're in the limelight and you have people who are maybe holding you accountable, like we were talking right. about, and they're like, uh, what's going on? Commenting on yeah. you and like, oh God, he's failed. Blah, blah. It's <laughs> like, well, you know what? Like, you have to just keep plugging through, right? It's like our whole writing and editing and writing and getting a book published process. Like, there's so much more than anyone in the universe would imagine to write a book and to share it with the world. And a lot of it, as we know, is like this emotional, like those feelings of like, oh God, what am I doing? You walk into a bookstore or a library and those shelves are full of books of people that went through that process and they weren't perfect either. Like they weren't these masterful, amazing humans compared to us or something. But nobody is. And that's the thing. It's like, we need to have this, like global awakening that like perfectionism is not a thing. Like I, I wish that we could get rid of that word. It's like, I know. Pull per- it up. Perfect. Perfect. Like what perfect. is a new word? It's like, I say perfect too many times too. Like I say it too. Cause I, instead of, especially when I was waiting tables, which I'm not doing anymore. Yay. But you know, cause you run out of things to say at a table and it's totally. like, you just fill that it. sounds great. Or perfect. thank you. You're like, perfect. Like, I don't uh-huh. know. Like, what? And it's so say cheesy so and much. it's so blank and fake. Yeah. I love though. I think I've shared this before. I have this little niece, Isla Jane, and she's very high energy and just always doing blah, 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 like very high energy. And so like, say she's like putting a craft together and she'll be gluing and putting all the sparkles and just blah, 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 like throwing it together. And then she'll like, Bleep. And like her perfect is her perfect, but it's not perfect. But yeah, I love that. That's what she thinks it is. She's she's just like I'm perfect. Like her hair all messy. (laughs) I love it because she's like recreated like perfectionism in her in her little eyes in her seven year old heart. It's like being how she is is perfect. Like oh, good job to my sister Mimi. Such a great yeah, like such a great perspective is that. I think little girls growing up in the past maybe didn't have, hopefully they're we're getting better at teaching kids, yeah, like that your value lies in you and already inherently and that there's like that outside perfectionism from the world is like actually pretty toxic and, and fake. It's fake not real. And, yeah, and like it just leads to a bunch of bad yes. feelings about yourself and like. Gosh, it does. I was getting so annoyed. I used this app to make um, like my thumbnails for my YouTube channel. And I've been using it for a couple months, but I found 
on the app, there's all these things that you can like adjust the way that your face looks, your nose looks. You can make your boobs bigger. You oh can make your gosh. stomach. What? I, yes. <laughs> and I was like, why am I supporting this? But they make, it makes really good thumbnails and it makes me so pissed off because it's showing us that we're not. Like, our bodies are not so good the way like, that they are. Yeah. yeah you can do anything that, that you want. Funny. You can make your lips fuller. You can make your eyes bluer. You can anything you want. Oh, my gosh. That's a it, great... So, it's so like, toxic. The whole social media, like... Um, I was watching some YouTube videos, like, in relation to my class. Mm-hmm. Um, video editing class. And there was, like, this one or two. I got kind of on this thread for a while of the toxicity of social media and just how fake it all is. And there were these videos where they were showing someone, like... Wake up at 5 a.m., put on their shoes, take a picture of their shoes, like their running shoes, and be like, heading out for a run, and then like posting it and then going back to bed and getting up and going to work and like making a smoothie and saying, getting a smoothie after my run or something. And then they like dump it in the sink and just eat a bar and leave. And like this whole idea of like fake. And I, to me, that seems weird, but I know it's out there. It's so sad. And you have to keep in mind that when you see people on social media being all, like seemingly perfect or having these like really great, awesome life. Like, first of all, remember, like, even if it is real, they're only posting mostly the good stuff. And two, some of that stuff isn't even like real. People are just making stuff up. Mm. And in the end, the people that are viewing it are like feeling worse about themselves because that's not their reality. But that's not the other person's reality either. They're just right. like literally putting on a face. And social media is so easy to do because it's like no one's there to verify. Yeah. It's just your word against. Right. And so just keep that in mind, I guess. Like I don't I don't really look at social media in that way or do it. But I know a lot of people do is like getting their self-worth from comparing. Oh, my gosh. Have you seen the social dilemma yet? I don't think so. I've heard of it though. And if, yeah. if you haven't seen it, our listeners too, it's on, it's a Netflix original and it's called The Social Dilemma. That's where I've seen it. Yeah. Uh, it's so freaking good. And like it pretty much says that if you're not using social media for a business, then social media is using you. And you're they're the like, product. Yeah, you're the, and they're like, yeah. it's like a computer and it's the saddest thing is, is like, for teenagers and kids and like the suicide rate and the bullying that happens on there mm-hmm. for really young kids. Like I'm legitimately like not giving my kids phones for like ever. Like I saw, I was like, <laughs> when okay, at least, yeah, I'm not even kidding. I, I didn't get my first phone until I was 19 and I survived. That's <laughs> fine. Who but even so, had a phone? Well, it's so yeah. toxic. If you see like little girls, I have like one of my like cousin's daughters is just a little phone baby. And she was given a phone at a young age and, I will see her doing her selfies and her, and it's so weird. And then she puts all the filters and the things and posts mm. them. And like you were saying, it's yeah. like, that's not really, cause she's sitting there being like, oh, this is so stupid. I'm so bored. You know, whatever it is. But she's showing her friends like, oh, look at me. I'm blah, blah, blah. Because and she's covering up that all way. All these filters are covering up like our truth. And then yes. when you look at the yourself in the mirror and then you look at all these pictures on social media, you're like, wait, I'm so far off from that. I'm so like ugly or whatever. Yeah. And or why am I not feeling like Yeah, this? that comparison and oh, it's just so ugly and toxic. I don't know. I don't Yeah. I don't really like that kind of thing. Like that Instagram. Like when yes. remember when Instagram was like new and everyone was just like Ooh, I'm gonna be an influencer. And Which I know so yeah. yes. Well and it's like so just I think bringing this topic up is just a huge awareness to be mindful of if social media is controlling you. Like if you're waking up and checking your phone to check your feed, that's a huge problem. 
right? And well, they that, say that, like, they can link depression yes. to, like, literally... To social media. How much time you spend on social media is, like, a direct relation to your depression level. Yes. And, um, and yeah, it's different if you're on there for a business or for other totally. reasons. You have to get on, like, do your thing. Yes. Do scan your, your yes. stuff and do whatever. But just to be doing it, like, nonstop or just continuously... Which I used to. I was like a rabbit holer, just spiral, spiral, spiral. It's easy to get on there. And if you don't have, you know, like other stuff going on sometimes, like to fulfill you, that can be a thing that you think falsely. Do you ever see sometimes just like random pop-ups? Like I don't really get on there, but sometimes I'll get sucked in and it will be like, you know, distant family members like, hey, do you want to hang out? Like if you're getting on social media and asking, do you want to hang out? Like we need to stop that. Like you don't need to get on social media and decide if other people want to hang out with you on the internet, like you need to do things for yourself. In person, maybe more. Yes. I don't know. Like, that just like, oh, it's like a knife in the heart. Like, don't, that's not, like, your self worth does not come from if someone is going to hang out with you online. Like, yeah. Right? Right. But we've been trained. Like, it's crazy. It is a crazy thing. But again, just being aware of it and mindful. And if you're getting on there and you're feeling like supported and loved, right, then great. Yeah, you, mm-hmm. if it's useful and helpful, but being aware, yeah, being totally aware of, like, how it's affecting you and yes. whether you're going in for those, like, dopamine rushes and serotonin, like, spikes or whatever they are, like, that you get, oh, like, and then, oh, I saw this thing, too, that said, like, you know how you have to, like, pull down and refresh to, like, see how many more likes or, oh, like, to see an update on your feed or whatever, yeah. you can, like, pull down and refresh it. He said that's sort of based off the gambling model, where it's, like, sometimes you, you do an action and it doesn't get you anything, but then you do it and, like, and so it gets you addicted yeah. to it. And yeah. so, and there actually are psychologists working for these social media sites, like, knowing that human behavior and making a model for it. Which is so you sad. want and to come so back and come back up. and come back. Yes. How can and, you do that? <laughs> and How can this, you do that and go to sleep at night and think yeah, that's okay? Right? I don't get I that. I don't know. But, it's yeah, hard so, for me. like, that whole perfectionism thing, I think, in, in light of social media, yes. right, is just to keep a very realistic perspective on it. Yes. You know? And even for us, too, like, that's just is like, a reminder for when I'm struggling to have a post, you know, and, like, actually say that. And I Say would, the hard yes. things, yeah, yes. yeah. Which I think like, we're pretty good about. I think we're pretty good, but also I do notice sometimes I tend to only post like good stuff, and then I'm yeah. like, wait, I need to be more honest about it. Yeah, well, I'm let's do that this week. Today, this week is honest. Yes, week. I did actually post like on my personal page a really like open raw. Oh, good. Like, yeah, I don't. It's not. It's not all Today, funny games, I feel folks. Like ball sack. <laughs> but also, <laughs> even though things were really hard, things are also getting better, and it's okay that both can be happening at once. Like you can be struggling and you can be hopeful and excited yes. about the future. Yeah, and you can also just be struggling. And part of that dealing with it being imperfect is just showing up how you are, right? And yeah. sometimes that's in the pain and struggling and all of the feelings. And just right? like accepting. I think a lot of that is accepting where you are, accepting yes. who you are, accepting what your life has been or hasn't been or whatever, you know? Right. And knowing that, right, maybe all of our struggles have built up and helped us to this point and get us to here, like where we are. Like we are yeah. podcast the last couple of weeks were all about pain and healing healing, yeah. and like being with that, which if you haven't listened, those were really great episodes. Super I really good. Love those. Yeah. Those are like my favorite. Episodes. I always say that. That's one of my favorite. Everyone is Everyone's my favorite. Everyone's my favorite. I love that. Yeah. But just, you know, allowing yourself permission to be human and dealing with 
you know, like the outside world and all of these imperfections, it's, it can be challenging and struggling, but just going through the notions and just being who you are, which right. That has great challenges too. Like, how do I be who I am? Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, you know, to bring it into the field of writing too, is I was listening to Mary Carr's book. So we can get ready memoir. for our next episode on, yeah, the art like, book club. Mm-hmm. And she had this really good point about like when you're writing a memoir, like it's not like none of the great works are just someone glossing over their life and presenting the good stuff. Like none of no, them. No, that would not be a good it book. It would not be a good book. Mm-mm. And she was like, well, writing a memoir is sort of like eating a shit sandwich continuously. <laughs> yes. Is it Mary Carlin's a shit sandwich? I think so. Okay. Yes. I love her. Yes. And um, I thought about that and I was like, yeah, you know, um, writing just like we said last week too about just writing down things that are hard to talk about, even if you yes. burn them right after or whatever. Yes. But it just allows you to see the imperfections and accept them and write about them and realize there is beauty there, even in the imperfection, because there's this commonality. Like um, I also got this Brene Brown quote that says, imperfections are not inadequacy. They are reminders that we are all in this together. So if we... Right. And how boring and fucked up would the world be if we were all perfect? Right. Like, so fucked up. Like, nothing, mm-hmm. being imperfect would just not, we wouldn't even exist. I think that was another one, too, is that Stephen Hawking said, one of the basic rules of the universe is that nothing is perfect. Perfection simply doesn't exist. Without imperfection, neither you nor I would exist. Because there's mm-hmm. that idea that imperfection, like, mutations and shifts in the genetic code is how everything you know came to be essentially like little tiny imperfections is what life's all about right or big imperfections or little tiny imperfections that build up into big ones over time yes well even I always use nature as such like an incredible teacher like nature has so many imperfections everywhere trees shrubs earth everywhere and nature's not like pondering oh yeah. worrying about like oh my knobby branches like oh, my flower just, didn't yes. like my Wilted. petals aren't perfect on the flower yes well have you ever like drawn a flower from your mind and then gone out and actually sketched one yeah. in real life and you realize like none of those petals are, are the exact same perfectly the same symmetrical. yeah yes not we the do same draw shape them. not the same location they're all like wonky and they're and you know nature all this and that i've and tried i've drawn trees from memory and i got so mad at myself because i couldn't make it look like three-dimensional because yeah. i thought that this one branch had to be exactly on the right and the left and and then all that like projection that comes out at you it's yeah yeah it's or interesting. even like you know those photo apps i think there's some new app i don't even know but Somebody. where it takes your face and it cuts it in half and then it doubles the other half so it's like perfectly symmetrical and you could just weird. look and see how weird your face looks and i've done like a study and i think only like 0.01 percent of the population has the symmetrical body yeah. and face and like for the rest very, of us if we yeah. like literally did that we would be like that's not me no it doesn't look like me because yes. our faces are not perfect right. that's what makes us unique yeah and individual and beautiful right and just embracing that uniqueness and right being okay with who we are right and even sometimes I feel like in our lives we'll they'll have like years or weeks or days where we know who we are we're like oh I'm doing this I'm showing up I'm rocking up my life and then a lot of other weeks we're like 
I have no fucking idea who I am or where I'm going about, you know. I'm like, just hanging on right? to dear life. I do that. Well, and we yes. were talking about the whole social media thing, and I sometimes will do that. Like, I love, like, Rachel Hollis, but I'll get on there and her, like, multi-million people and all of her things, and Go I have to be it. like, stop it, quit it, or, like, yoga with Adrian, 10 points, 7 million followers. Right. And I'm like, oh, yeah, what am I doing wrong? And it's so funny that... I still will get pulled in that rabbit hole and then I have to just be like, no, Shelly, like you are doing good and I know that I have a path and a mission in my life and it's not the same as these other people and like, thank you, social media, but I I have to disconnect from it. Like I have to... By comparing, I think. It's so hard, but it comes up even. Mm -hmm. All the work, all the affirmations, all the things and it still does. I know. Even after you do so much work on yourself and everything, you're still like, oh, but compared to them, I kind of suck. Yeah, but then it's so important to know, like, I'm really a firm believer in, like, self-help tools and self-care. So I know that when I'm struggling with that, that I can, like, reach for something, like, Mm. whether it's, like, being compassionate for myself or, like, gratitude, which we talk about a lot. Just like, you know what? I'm so grateful for where I am in my life. Like, I can, I'm reaching for something higher and not just, like, getting stuck underneath of the muck because yeah. sometimes I get stuck and I have to pull well, myself out and I was thinking too like where does that perfectionism even come from like we obviously internalize something as kids or maybe just to for me like to be more perfect maybe I thought it was going to be more accepted or yes, more liked course. and yeah. I couldn't make mistakes because they were just going to add to this like burden of me not being good enough Every mistake, it felt like it was like another pebble on the weight of the mm, scale yeah. of like judgment maybe or totally. it was so hard to let go of that too. Which is so funny, like both of us coming from like such dysfunctional childhoods and that even our parents still had that, even though they were really oh imperfect yeah. and maybe that was their best is that they were trying to help us be the mold that society wants us to be so we would be accepted or be successful. Well, and as parents, I think it's so easy to internalize, like, our kids are a reflection of us. And so we put onto them, like, even... I had this thought the other day as Cedar was, like, refusing to get out of bed, refusing Mm -hmm. to get dressed. And I'm thinking, like, she needs to show up in clean clothes, not her pajamas. Yes. And then I questioned myself on that. I was like, well... I mean, like, really, what's the worst thing that could happen is, like, she goes to school in her pajamas, and I look like a shitty mom. But also, that could be her lesson of the day. But Cedar, you on the other hand, you're going to school in your dirty pajamas. Right. Like, yes. how much of my self-worth and value am I going to put into her hands and to say, like, this is on you, kid. You reflect well of me, or I'm going to look bad. Like, is that even fair to no. our kids to decide that, like, our value needs to come from how put together they are? Or Right. I mean, it's, it's so funny. Hard. I'm so disconnected from that. Like, I, know, I don't think that our kids are, but so many parents but no, do. Like, let's say yes. you send your kid to school with yeah, the hair all messy. True. Again, with Junie and the jersey. No snack. And yeah. yeah, no jersey at the thing. And you're thinking like, oh, this is going to make me look bad or whatever. And like, you really Or like, you could oh, be like, shit. oh, wait, this is on you because you're the one who was being a fart today. <laughs> or yeah, you could put it all on your kid and be like, yeah, it's all on you. But I don't know. Like, I'm just thinking out loud really about I mean, that, I think the perfectionism and how much. Yeah. Well, I think, too, that could be a valuable lesson for our kids. Like, you chose to sleep in, and I asked you several times. So your natural consequences, you're going to school exactly how you are. That's how it's going to be. And 
you're going to deal with it right. the way it is. And I'm not going to take it on as my own and feel like a failure of a mom because you did your best to try to get her up or, you know, even Junie in her jersey. Like, yeah. like, like I had to let that go. Best? Like, well, in our best was not fine. It was not <laughs> fighting it. Yeah. Right. Or it's not like, getting up and getting... And, you know, it's like, it's hard to make those sometimes distinctions, but you think it's really important to be like, that's her life. It's not yes. like my identity doesn't relate no. to that and to put it on her. But I think how much times as a, how many times as a kid, yes. my parents' identity yes. and their worth and value was put onto us. Yes. We need to reflect well. We need them. to show up for Sunday church in our best yes. dress and Perfect our hair done. We would do that still. too. And I was like. So like, how can we be more authentic and be more real, even yes. in everyday details and just be like, you know, I did my best yes. and now it's on you to do your best. And now we just let go of the consequences and That's good. live our life. Have you guys seen yet the, it's called the odd life of Timothy Green. It's on no. Disney Plus. Oh my gosh, it's we should so watch that, huh? cute. You definitely, it's a great one. Well, so there's like this family who was trying to adopt a son. For the longest time and they couldn't and long story short their garden grows a son and he's like this like odd Aww. little boy and he has like leaves <laughs> on his legs but they're like you can't show people your leaves and it's jennifer garner uh-huh. and she's just freaking adorable and her she has a sister who's just like perfect like her hair's perfect her kids are perfect they're all musicians and it's just it's interesting seeing like how she is in the movie and then jennifer gardner is just more of like a like do your best and it's okay like like there's a scene in the movie where they're dropping off at school for his first day and the dad's like have a great day and she's like that's too much pressure for him and he goes (laughs) have the day that you're gonna have Have a day. Have a day that you're going to have. But it was, it's just funny in that movie to see, like, the sisters just always, like, boasting about how perfect her kids are. And then mm. when Timothy shows up and he grew out of their garden the night before and they had this family function, all they had is, like, a pair of, like, their crappy shorts and, like, this crappy T-shirt. And the sisters' kids are all perfect with their button-ups. And, and this little cute boy with just such this big heart is just wearing his scuttly clothes. And just he's adorable. And he's just, yeah. like, a real person. And I really like that's just like nice. like the the sister who has like the idealism of perfection but she's a bitch she's really mean and hurtful to her sister constantly and i want to be like ah, yeah i can it's relate to that <laughs> yes. yeah. yeah my sister and i were definitely like two it felt like we were from two different planets but like she had that ultra perfectionism even more and like, for example, if we were going to make, we could never cook together because she wanted to follow the recipe, like down to like oh, yeah. the millimeter, down to like the speck of, mm. of salt. I mean, it couldn't vary at all. And me, I was kind of like, hey, I think cinnamon would be good in here. And if we me don't too. have honey, we could just add, you know, oh, extra this or together. molasses. Yeah. Like, uh-huh, it's great. Me too. Uh-huh. And I loved experimenting and we would like fight constantly over recipes. So we just stopped cooking, cooking together. together. Yeah. I was like, oh, uh-huh. but just as an analogy to the rest of our life, so much perfectionism and rule following. And then I definitely took on, I don't think as much of that, but I definitely took that on and had to fight against that too. But Right. Well, then how much of like our ideals of perfectionism come from, you know, outer sources, like whatever, if it was from teachers, like you were homeschooled mostly, but like there are teachers who put that on you. And then yeah. there's like, obviously media and screens like we see like these girls are like when I was younger we loved teen bop you probably weren't allowed to get those but we had teen bop all the time with these magazines of just like these perfect little girls or teenagers or perfect models that are obviously photoshopped 
Well, even yes. in a magazine, yes. you know, like we would get, my grandma would get the Mervyn's catalog. Woo! Mervyn's. <laughs> I'm sure Mervyn's probably photoshopped. Oh, yeah, probably. Uh-huh. And I remember do they even have, like, they the have ads of, anymore? I don't even know. I think they went out of business. Uh, maybe. Uh, I think but they don't know. I remember looking through the catalogs of the beautiful women that were, I mean, modeling like very modest clothing. <laughs> Dresses, but being like, I am never going to be as beautiful. Or in the supermarkets, you know, we weren't allowed to get those like trash. Oh, we had all the trash. Oh, those like celebrities and stuff. Or you'd see them on TV and you'd just be like, oh, that is so not ever going to be me. Well, and then you're like, that's what you're supposed to look like. And it's like, no, you're not. Like, you're supposed to look how you look. Right? We even talked about this in our first healing podcast Mm -hmm. about like our body image and like, trying to heal that and like doing mm-hmm. our best to you know embrace who we are and as moms now and women it's I think our job is to teach our children our especially daughters like to love their body and to be grateful for the shape that they were created yeah right? absolutely and to teach our kids in general just to embrace their mistakes I've been really working on this a lot with my kids um, I think maybe I was you know, just maybe too harsh about mistakes in the past or whatever, you know, just from my own trauma and healing. And so we're all kind of working through this together. And lately I've noticed a shift in Cedar because she used to be so hard on herself when she like just fall apart, melt whenever something went wrong. And lately she's been sort of coaching me even to say, it's okay because mistakes are how we learn, you know, and because I've been trying to tell her that like, if we didn't make any mistakes, we wouldn't learn something new because learning something new involves making mistakes. You have to like do it the wrong way or like fumble through it really hard. Like, oh, I finally got through, but now I know how to do it better. Yeah. I've been really, really working on that. Every time they make a mistake, be like, it's okay. That's how we learn. Right. Move on. How do we take something away from that and then do something else? Right. Better maybe. There's this one quote that I think for like five years it's been in the back of my head that our children learn more from the person that we are than what we teach them. Yeah. Because I, we are so trained the opposite. Like we must show them this like words, words, mm-hmm. words, which to me, I feel like words can be useless. They're just like empty containers that you can throw at people, but actions, right. And how you show up and like us, like how we both model to our kids, like when we fuck up apologizing to our kids and like saying owning up to owning it. up to yeah. it that is showing them that it's okay to be imperfect it's showing them to be who you are and that it's okay to be human yeah right? and that's probably like as you're saying that I'm thinking like my parents were never never wrong never wrong never either yeah like Still nothing could day. stick yes. yeah even now <laughs> yeah. 40 years one like, side I have it's like yes. nothing is ever wrong mm-hmm. they can never be like I messed up or I was wrong about that, or I had the false beliefs, or, you know, like, totally. always there's justification and blame, and it's like, how long do you have to live under that, like, mm-hmm. influence before you start to take on some of that, or, totally. like, it be- starts to bleed into you, and you're like, wow, it must not be okay to be wrong, it must right. be a bad thing, because... Well, you learn, as a kid, we learn from, so, like, I learned from, like, my birth mom, and my stepdad, and then my my dad and my stepmom on this other side who were more like that model of like being imperfect and being who you are. Like mm-hmm. I didn't get that. And sometimes I look now and I'm like, oh, that's not fair. But <laughs> I didn't like, I had them there, but they weren't there. Yeah. And I had to be stuck with these the other side. <laughs> but again, how I grew up 
helped me understand and help mold me today. But even still, like subconsciously, as a mom, I'll like be in the rabbit hole and then I can notice it and I have to stop like, oh my God, I don't want to do that. I don't want to say that to my kids. Mm -hmm. I don't want Milo to think that he has to be perfect because he does. He's only nine and he thinks he has to be perfect. He thinks he has to know his math right away. He thinks he has to know how to do everything. And if he doesn't, he reverts to like extreme anger or just like sobbing. It is super fucking hard. It's so hard. It's hard. And then I have Junie who is just like so loves who she is, doesn't give a fuck. Like she's just like, Woo, oh gosh, I remember that day. I came over to your house to do some work or something, right? And then she was in her room with her just little headphones on, and she was singing at the top, singing. at the top, 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 way out of key of her lungs, Always, yes. way out of key, and yes. it was just awesome. And, and she just was like, la, la, la. And if she would be like, what? Join me with her arms It was so awesome, though, because I was just like, yes. Yeah, it. she is. It's it's interesting. Like, three, I have three kids and just how different they all They're are. All so different, and what they yeah. choose. And I, I keep asking myself this question from this book I'm reading, from Broken Open. It's like, what is my soul's purpose of this? So it's like, what is my soul's purpose with Milo? And I know that we have this, like, like, we love each other so much, but we have this energy where we just, like, like argue and nitpick at each other, which is so weird because he's a kid and I'm an adult and I can notice that. And I have to, like, slow down and be like, okay, what is my soul and Milo's purpose? Like, we must have had some weird karma. I would love to know, Maybe like, what our past life was. Maybe siblings in the past or something Maybe. is sort of what it hits me at. Maybe. It's, it's really interesting. Yeah. And he, I mean... Like my husband Rex says, like we are so similar that we drive each other crazy, like in moments. Yeah, I can see that. And yeah. yeah, and then there's like Jack is just like this free bird who's like not like either of them, but then kind of has pieces, and he's very accepting and just like he's very free, free flow, easy going. Yeah, kind of and he's like loves yeah. learning and like. Being a homeschool parent, it's really nice to have someone who loves learning. Because then there's Milo, who's like, I hate it. <laughs> You're a terrible mom and a terrible teacher. And I'm like, Whoa! Oh, God, I know. Oh, I get that almost so every day. Just, if I even, like, raise my voice after asking the third or fourth or fifth time. Seventeenth. Yeah, and you're like, now I'm going to say it in a, like, a much more serious tone. Because you're not listening to all the other tones. And then it's like, oh, you're so like that and it's like you're like because if you would remember right five minutes when I was saying it really nice and I asked you like 17 freaking times I know it's like that patience and that's when we just have to like breathe and I always have to remember we all have to remember like there's always going to be an end of the night where the kids are in bed hopefully where we can have a minute I always like savor that time where my kids are in bed and then I'm like Ah, and I'm just like alone and I can read my book in quiet. But then someone comes out with a growing pain. And <laughs> I then need water. I, my throat hurts. <laughs> like all the things. It's like, it's fine. Well, lately, Jumi has been sleeping on my floor and then Jack will not stay in his bed. He is in our bed and he's huge and floppy and sweaty and he's in the middle of Rex and I just like smashing into me. And then last night, Juni was like trying to hold my hand and Jack and I was like, I don't even have my night. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. I almost like 
I should have, maybe I will tonight, go in Junie's room when there's no one in there and then they'll probably all go. They'll all go in there, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh my yeah. God, I'm so grateful with a smile that everyone wants to be around me all the time. I'm going crazy. I'm looking forward to our girls' night tonight. Oh gosh, I know. Me too. <laughs> We're getting going out to moms, girls, moms, sisters. Sisters party. unite and go out and have dinner together. Yes. No kids. Kid free. I love my kids, but woo. I know. We so that was that. building up. I didn't know. No, no, it's good. <laughs> Sometimes I feel All like a things. lunatic and I'm embracing that. It's fine. Sometimes you feel a little wacky. I know. And I really, <laughs> I appreciate when people are more real and open and honest. Like, because it just makes, doesn't it just make you feel better about more your connected? Like, yes. Own like, oh my gosh, I know I have that shit too. Totally. <laughs> I was watching, I've been sort of browsing through like different YouTube stuff, just kind of part of my video editing and stuff. And I've been coming yes. across some cool things, but there's this YouTube lady and she posts on Facebook too. It's called Keeping Up With The Jenkins. But she's sort of like, she does these video shots where it's like her and she's being visited by her anxiety and her depression. Mm-hmm. And they're like, ta- and it's really good. It's like mental health, you know, like work basically. And she like comes home, one of these videos, she comes home from school and dropping her kids off at school and she just looks exhausted and anxiety is there. And it's like, you didn't even have them in clean clothes today. What is everyone going to think about you? And she's like, shut up. I don't have time for you. And then depression shows up and it's like, you got time for me? How about you just go to bed? That'd be really nice, wouldn't it? And then she's like battling these and like, it's such a cool concept to put it out there and just be like, yeah, I'm really... Like, I battle social awkwardness. I battle anxiety. I battle depression. So I'm going to make videos about it and yeah. put it out there for all the world. And everyone can be like, and because all. Because we're all experiencing this. Yes. We can yes. all be like finding something common. And I mean, like, oh, it's okay. You know, it's okay to have these feelings. Look, it's pretty normal, actually. Yeah. Well, it's, I think that there's such like a spectrum of emotions. But we've been so trained from social media and all the outside sources that we need to be happy or successful. Yeah. And if you're not, then what? And never yes. let them see you sweat or don't show yes. any cracks in the facade. And yeah, and like, that's how we were raised, yes. all of us as kids. And it's, I think, this is such like a, like people call it the age of enlightenment or I don't know, it's like the age of like authenticity, like authentic living maybe. Mm-hmm. Just like where it's okay, like people like Brene Brown have made that possible mm-hmm. and Glennon Doyle, like sharing like all of the nasty, gross details of life and it's And just showing up for it. Yeah, yeah, and being with that. And if you're not around people who are in alignment with you, then find new people, like find a new circle. Get off of social media, right? Or block out people who right. are not in alignment with that. Cause you can find and attract, you know, like people mm-hmm. you can attract anyone that you want into your life, right? If you want fake friends that make you feel bad about yourself, I'm sure you could find them. Oh, I've there. had. We've For all sure. had those. I've had them. Yes. But eventually, if you put, if you really live your authentic self and kind of weed out from your life people that are sort of, you know, doing the opposite maybe. Right. I think you can land in a really good spot. I think I have. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Well, it's like part of. I think sometimes that word authentic, like I know for a while it threw me off. I was like, what does that even mean? Like, I don't even know what that means. Like, what does it mean to be an authentic person and like kind of spiraling or kind of coming back around to like being imperfect? Maybe it's embracing your imperfections. Yes. Allowing those to like cultivate you and allowing you to be you. 
And again, like we were talking about earlier, like I don't always know who I am. I don't know if you've ever read Eckhart Tolle's work. He's like a spiritual mentor who I wrote like one The Power of, of Now. Yeah. New Earth, he's, he's amazing. He's enlightened for sure. But he, he says that you have to lose yourself to actually find yourself. So it's like we have to let go of all of the false idealisms and false perceptions of who we think we are. Mm-hmm. Like, let it go. Let go of all the masks, all the mirrors, all like the that things. That image we want to project to the world. And usually those are those like low vibrational feelings that make you feel bad, like in that guilt and that shame, like surrounded. Like, oh God, I'm not good enough. I don't have enough followers. I don't want to, oh, whatever it is pertaining to. It's almost like we have to like let that go. Like, almost like. I, I imagine it like I used to wear so much makeup and have my hair so big and wear like all of the clothes in, in my yeah. industry because that's the mask that I wore. Like I didn't think I was good enough unless I had all those things on. So I'm imagining me like taking out all the thousand bobby pins, brushing my hair and like washing my hair, washing my face and letting all like the black and all the things and then just like standing there like naked, like mm-hmm. without my clothes, without like dripping wet, like just letting myself show up as me, like without the mask, like whatever the, I've heard of, have you heard of this thing? It's like the makeup mask or the mask of masculinity, like pulling like for women and feminine masculinity, like, and just being yourself, just be that self who is like, ah, this is the scariest self to show anyone, but this is the self that the world needs. Right. And I think another, yeah, another aspect of being authentic is living, doing, like having your actions be in line with your values. So like things that you're not doing things that you don't believe are good or healthy or morally right or whatever. And you are doing things that you think are like you're feeling like in in alignment. Yes. Right. And that just like brings me to the app. Like, so I'm going to unsign up for this app. Like don't support (laughs) things and go to places. Well, because, like, <laughs> I don't support in an app that's changing the way that we look. Like, that's so fucked up. Or, that like, so if you don't up. believe in, like, a place or, like, the weight their values are of the company or food, like, don't support them by not buying that. It's easy. Oh, I'm going to shack somewhere else. I'm going to go somewhere else. Yeah, that's right? so like, true. Support what you, like, it's, like, where your attention goes, energy flows. Same with where your money goes. Like, you're showing your support or not support, mm-hmm. like by little things like supporting apps or, again, getting on social media. And if you're feeling like, ah, take a break from social media. Well, you it's know, hard. yeah, you know that <laughs> saying like pay attention. Yeah. Um, I was thinking how like that's like pay, like paying money is a limited resource. Your attention is limited. You only have so many minutes in a day and everyone, like all these advertisers out there, all these social media sites. They all want a little piece of your attention. And so what if you thought of attention as valuable, like money? And if you pay attention to something, you're literally giving some of that away for free, like Mm. essentially. And it's okay if you want to, but do those people deserve your attention? Like some of them, no. Your kids do. Your friends do. You do. You deserve to pay attention to yourself. But some of those people out there, I don't think they deserve your attention. No. <laughs> so why are we just giving it to them, you know? And, like, something as simple as if you're in a conversation and it's not vibing with you, just walk away. <laughs> be like, you know, I no. just have to go right now. Or just, I have a brother-in-law who literally will do this thing where if he is in a conversation with someone, I've seen him do it, like, a dozen times, and he's not in alignment, he'll just 
smile and walk and away. Walk, and I yes. love it. I love that about him. He's very That's like political awesome. in his political beliefs, but he has like passion for it. And I think he's fucking awesome. And I have seen him do it. I'm like, that was so awkward, but so strong. And like, he's like, nope. And peace. Yeah. <laughs> like what is, and then what the next person's just like, huh? And then they move on because, again, they're paying their attention. Yeah, it's such a cool, yeah. That's brilliant, though, like being mindful of your focus and of your attention Mm -hmm. and where you're putting it, right? It's like, It's even more valuable than money because I feel like money you can amplify. Like we were talking today about our books and how thousands of people can buy your book at the exact same time online. There's no limit. No, it's limitless. It's limitless. And money, too, can be seen as limitless because – you can receive and receive and receive as yes. much money as an overflow. But attention, you only have so much time in a day. You can't make up more time. You can't get 5,000 minutes in one minute. No. Right? So yeah. honestly, I think attention is way more valuable than money. That's, that's So we good. should really, I'm, yeah. and this is, I'm speaking to myself too, is like really think about what are we putting our attention on. Yes. And thinking well, of it as valuable. And just, Knowing that, I've said this a million times and I'll say it again, breaking habits and creating new habits takes 21 to 45 days. And Mm. it takes up to 90 days for something to become a part of who you are. So if we are so used to just checking our social media feed and just getting sucked in the rabbit hole, sometimes it's like, oh God, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. You have to make a conscious effort. And because the way our brain works is our brain is now triggered with this dopamine response. So we're actually Mm -hmm. feeling like we get this like hit like, like taking a drug or having a drink yes. or whatever. So you know that it's going to take a conscious effort that you have to replace it. So you can't just be like, okay, I'm going to stop the social media. Like I'm going to stop the smoking of cigarettes or I'm going to stop drinking every night. Like you have to stop and say, okay, what am I going to do instead of reaching for my phone? Mm-hmm. So am I going to journal? Am I going to maybe watch a movie that fills me up or what is it? Like you have to choose to put your attention, pay, like Sarah said, which I love that, pay your attention towards something that is perhaps can be more of a value to you than like energy sucking to you. Exactly. That is. It's a good awareness, right? Exactly. And it's like a, it's a weird thing to think of like, what, you can't just stop doing something. No, we can't. We we are like creatures of habit, like scavengers. Like I do this with Amazon. I am like. An Amazon shopper, and I, it's so interesting, my computer my and my phone lost my Amazon account, really and I found myself probably eight times trying to Amazon shop, and I was asking myself on the way here, do I even remember what those Amazon things were that I wanted to, but I didn't even buy them because I couldn't. Because you couldn't remember. I was locked oh my out. Gosh, yes. I, I was spent a... so much energy on Amazon and buying things. Dude. I'm like, what the I'm a reformed Amazon shopper. I was God. so there in the I past, there. and like, as soon as you think of something, you're like, oh. I'm going to get that on Amazon. Oh, my God, I do it. But it's so interesting is like, okay, so, you know, I went through like a bankruptcy and stuff, and there was just no, like, zero money. I couldn't even buy a tube of lipstick some weeks. You know, it was like nothing. Yes. And it totally made me reevaluate how I spend my money because it's like you think of something and you're like, I want that. And the the you with money goes and buys it. The you without money doesn't. And then you realize later you didn't fucking need it. (laughs) And then your house... I was always purging my house of stuff that you keep stuff, buying, stuff, buying. and then buying more stuff, stuff, stuff. And I was like, I zoomed out and saw this like 
view of me carrying things into the house and then later me carrying things out in trash bags and then carrying more stuff in and then carrying more stuff out. I'm like, that's a fucking lot of work for myself. And why? <laughs> Again, doing? because we're getting going our into work. debt and or yes. spending all my earnings on what? Because we're seeking for that another I don't know that's if that, it's dopamine ooh, it's or is it dopamine? Of, yeah, it's, you get a hit for yeah. sure. Like is it serotonin? Maybe. I don't have to I, I really am interested in the but science it is, of that. But like, as soon as you hit like thigh or whatever, you're like, oh. Well, and then there's another thing. When and I'm noticing arrives. that my kids have it. It's my fault. Because Jack is like, <laughs> Mom, our package is here. And they'll run it up. And like every, every other to every third day, because we live in the mountains. So I'm like, oh, I'm just going to buy Amazon stuff. So I, I'm noticing, like, that's one of my huge flaws and things. And I'm like, whew. But thank you universe or phone for logging me the fuck out because I'm like I need a break and I it was funny when I was driving to your house on the way here I like had that like I need to buy something that's funny it gets it it hooks you doesn't it and I remember having that thought of like I just need to buy something yeah it's because I'm feeling lonely or mm -hmm. I'm actually sitting alone in my car which I've been wanting forever for the whole week and I'm driving to Sarah's and there was no music no nothing I'm like just sit with yourself Shelly sit with this Sit with the nothingness. Oh, and this time of year, I feel like they start ramping up on the, you need to buy things because Christmas is coming. And I get sucked into it, too. I start thinking, like, oh, what do I need to buy for Christmas? And I'm like, wait, what the fuck? Like, I know I want to get some gifts for my kids, but this is, like, the shopping consumer brain whatever fuck that they yes. like get into you the advertisers and the media we need and to do a like, whole episode wow. on this actually and yes. like talk about it and like I really want to make like an actual budget and stick with it because I s- go 400% over board every year every year if I just do it's like ah but again this is again just like a noticing of I love that where you're paying your attention to and Right, being okay with our imperfections. Right, yeah, and just and coming, yeah, coming back around to the imperfection thing is like, if you're spending all your time looking at and thinking about what you don't have and what you need or what other people, thinking you know, are yeah, yes. thinking or what other people are doing, I think that's how you're going to become really unhappy and like just life is going to get really myopic and yes. Tiny. And I've honestly, like, this year, I've been struggling a lot with feeling, like, shit this year. And it's really, like, hard to even, like, say out loud. But, like, I'm always, like, such, like, a, I'm Shelly, I'm joyful. And this year I've been, like, struggling with, like, anger a lot and just feeling. I think, I I don't know if I'm just, like, healing a lot of pain, but I'm fucking feeling a lot of pain and overwhelm. I think it comes out sometimes when you're facing it is when it comes out, too. It's so hard. Like, my depression was really bad this past year, too, and I think... I had to keep noticing it being like, wow, you know, I'm look at where you're open like, and exposing it. Uh, yes. <laughs> it's <laughs> okay. I'm like here shit. and it's okay, but I'm going to acknowledge that I'm yeah. here, you know? And, and I think it's so important to have like support and like people that I can actually like say real things to like you. Like, I'm so grateful. Totally. I'm like, grateful I'm, for you too. Yeah. And I actually have like, I have two of my sisters that I can just say anything to that. It's like so nice. I, I mean, a little judgment, but <laughs> super bad. But I feel like they're, I'm just open. And yeah, and even with my husband, like I struggle with like sharing my shit with him because I have this like fear that he's going to think less of me or that I'm not going to be whatever perfect. Because he, yeah. I've realized a lot lately, he wants me to be so perfect all of the fucking time. And just like 
three weeks ago, I think it was, I was like, you realize I'm just a person and I'm allowed to have human moments. <laughs> right. And then he was just like joking, like, ha ha ha. Like I was joking, like I'm his personal secretary because I am. And I'm always doing all the things and helping him, which whatever, I love him. And I know that that's like one of his love languages is like acts of service. Yeah. Do so I see it like that. But I have to fucking constantly remind my husband that I'm not perfect. I'm like, I never signed up and said I was actually like the world's best chef. I never signed up and said that I was the world's best house cleaner or best mom. Like, right. just to like clear just setting the, all the expectations. Yeah, because I don't know where the fuck your expectations have gone to. Like, we've been married for 18 years. You know who I am, so I'm very confused why you keep thinking all these things. And then sometimes my self-doubt will be like, ah, yeah. Shelly. But I just, I keep verbalizing that to him. That's and I'm like, right. I need to, like, remind him. Yeah, like, um, getting put on a pedestal is no fun. No. I'm like, being, I don't fucking want a pedestal. Like, uh, I'm going to cut that down. All right off I'm going to sit crisscross applesauce on the floor. You can sit up in the chair. I'm fine now. Yes. <laughs> no fun. Not making me, like, less than him by any means. But it's just like a, again, this is like a noticing of, like, okay, unhealthy things that need work. Because mm-hmm. I think sometimes people are like, oh, you've been together so long. You're da, 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 da. It's like, no, you've been together so long. You have so much shit. It's hard. It's hard to be with the same person for a very long time. Yeah. I, I, bet. I and, mean, I've yeah. definitely never <laughs> been in an 18-year long relationship. Uh-uh. That's amazing. I know. We're rolling up on our 18-year anniversary. To... I'm like, holy fuck, how did we make it this <laughs> It's hard to even imagine, like, yeah, all the little things that would come up over the years that oh, maybe some get addressed. Not all of them, though. Yeah. yeah. Well, and again, it's just, I think being in a relationship or a friendship or sistership or being a mom, it's like you are embracing every, their imperfections. Like I'm not yeah. going to be like, Junie, Oh my God, you freaking can't close your mouth when you eat. Like she was a mouth breather and she, <laughs> it's really loud and it really annoys me, but I love her and I embrace her for who she is. Like all of my kids. Like it's like, I, sometimes I think of my marriage like that. I'm like, I'm not just going to like throw my kids out. So I'm like, yeah. I have to like embrace Rex and all of his shit. And all of my shit. And wallow in the shit. And wallow in the shit. <laughs> but then sometimes there's those moments where it's like, this shit is not so shitty. <laughs> and it's like, oh, like, I really do enjoy you and our time together. Yeah. So right I now. know. Like, well, so Cedar was at her dad's house for five days. And after three days, I was like, man, I really miss her. I just, yeah, you know, my little, my little love bug. You know, she's right there with me, little, doing all the stuff and... Day four, day five, she comes, and I walk in the house, and it's like, wine, complain, me, you're bad, blah, blah, blah. you know, just like, kind of like, she was just in a bad spot, and I literally was like, <sighs> I waited. Exhale seven times. <laughs> uh, maybe six days would have been okay, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay. And yes, it's fine, but yeah, it's like, it's funny how you just... Realize, like, everything is just, you can build it up in your mind or whatever, but everything just is. It just is. And if you try to make all these expectations or take in other people's expectations and live up to them, you're just going to be, like, in Unhappy. a shitty-ass life. Yes. And smashing down other people's expectations constantly, letting them down is maybe part of your work and being like, that's not me. Like, what you're doing, that's not yes. me. Yeah. I am not the perfect housewife. No. And I never wanted to be. I never signed up for that. Yeah. And I'm just going to show up and do as good of a job um, as I can yeah. today. I'm going to take care of my And family, if you come home and you're mad, whatever, you can fucking help me do, do the laundry. <laughs> if you want the floors cleaner, welcome. Here's the mom. Here's the fucking cleaner. <laughs> yeah, totally. This I'm is good, though. It's, that. like, real. Like, just embracing our imperfections and maybe just noticing them. Like, being like, oh, yeah, hey, I see you. You're fine. You're doing good. You're good. Yeah, you yeah. got it, girl. I see you. Go. 
I see you. It's I acknowledge fine. you. You're normal. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. And I think that that's the whole premise of this podcast is encouraging our listeners to be okay with who you are and where you are, right? Yep. And just in, embrace it with love and acceptance. Sometimes I think if we can't reach for things like love or acceptance, or I mean, or compassion, acceptance is the next route. It's just like, yep. this is where I am. And it just is. I, I like metaphors almost just like open your hand, just be like, I'm going to see it. Like, put it here. Hmm. Yep, it just is. It is what it is. Perfectly imperfect. Perfectly imperfect. Thank you so much for being here. We truly appreciate all of you listeners. Please head over to your favorite platform and rate, review, comment, and share to help us be heard by even more people.